starting off the working week here on the muster on Hokanui with Jamie King out of Lake Hiroko and the Sergeant Dan Farm around up. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed here in Gore. Jamie, welcome to the muster. G'day, Andy. Good uh, Happy New Year and all that GST, and uh, here's to a uh, good 2023. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, exactly. Um, how's summer been over your way? Um, yeah, ups and downs, but bipolar, Andy, to be fair, we're 27 degrees to 30 degrees, and then today we're back down to 10 or 11. Yeah, it's about, or earlier this morning, it was about 11, 12 degrees. Definitely a fall from grace, like Saturday was pretty hot here in Gore. We went for a wee road trip yesterday down to Slope Point and uh, started raining and got to about 13, 14 degrees. But I suppose you could say we've had a summer. Yeah, it's been, um, yeah, when it, when it came, it came good. A lot of terrific haymaking weather. We've got a lot of that wrapped up in bits and pieces. Uh, yeah, probably just we're tidying a few paddocks and cows and ewes are kicking around and topping behind. And yeah, I'd probably like to see a little bit more bottom coming in feed at the moment but um, like I say the grass is probably a bit of shock too you get these stinking hot days and then uh, back down to cold dreary sort of English weather on a day like today Are you happy with your clover? Uh, it's been really good Andy um, but sort of very small window of good quality feed though over the last probably two months and um, it's just been a race to try and get rid of some rubbish I suppose and uh, try and get some stuff coming back in for the sort of later summer autumn period um, and then just trying to look after covers at the same time just in fear of it keep getting dry um, but a little bit drier than what we anticipated I suppose um, water table's still very low um, but you know on a whole we're pretty pretty good on farm um, and off farm's probably just much as much just as everybody else um, battling away and scratch your heads a bit with uh, red meat prices at the moment. Seeing a few shorn lambs like in our drive yesterday as well um, a lot of shorn terminals, sorry, a lot of shorn white faces, but terminals perhaps just going bellied. Uh, the dip, the cost there for shearing lambs, a lot of people are definitely thinking of options this year. Oh, 100% Andy, and it's not something you just, um, you know, you don't shrug your shoulders and say, oh, I'll just uh, get the shears to shear them. You still got to really price it in there, and, and even the stall lamb thing for, you know, some smaller guys that want to pick up a unit load here and there just to tidy up, you know, if you've got to spend five or six bucks or whatever it is now to uh, get the fleece off them. Well, it's all off the top end, and, and yeah, and then what do you do with it? Put it around your trees you planted. I wonder if the carbon farmers could do that with the wool and the digs. They might be able to buy them, maybe. That, yeah, we've got to think of different markets these days. It's like a lipstick that's come out that's filled with lanolin for the likes, but that's not going to save the industry. And it's such a shame, isn't it? We're getting told these days to think about renewable resources, something with durable resources as well. And Wool comes to mind, but it's just a dog's breakfast, and it's a real shame. We've talked about it a lot. People have talked about it for the last four or five years, even longer. Well, way longer than that, let's be honest. But unfortunately, we just seem to be going around in circles, and nothing has definitively been set to save the industry. No, that's been going on for years, Andy, and we've tipped you know, a lot of money into the co-ops and bits and pieces to try and get it. Um, oh, you know, you can take your money into marketing and but yeah, you're dead right. It's a fantastic product. We're there um, at the moment. It's a necessary evil. Um, yeah, like hats off to some of those of the Cavalier guys and that, and they've sort of really backed it. Um, and there's some innovative things going on, but it's almost like this industry, if someone doesn't want it to succeed or be what it is, um, the insulation thing is another good good discussion to be had around it in this day and age. I'm sure we could develop and do more homework around that. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Is there not enough money to be made out of some of these people? I'm not sure, Andy. I just yeah. Um, now the thing that sort of concerns me is quite a bit of talk around there, and quite a few people looking at the Wiltshires for that reason. They've just fed up, had a guts full, um, and that'll be a more to the demise of the Wollongong Street. Bit of a few crossbred flocks, and that Wiltshire uh, is here. It's not wool, and it's quite a big contaminant on that sort of thing. So. Yeah, it's not going to get any better. I can't see, mate. <laughs> I'd like to be more optimistic. but And you can't really blame people for thinking along the Wilkeshire long uh, train of thought, though, can you, Jamie, if we're perfectly honest? Because, like you say, it's real unfortunate that it's just turning into a byproduct. No, 100%. And, all like, you know, you don't spoil those people. Like, you've got to think outside the box. And you look at the moment on this farm, you know, the... The sheep is honestly the most unsustainable business model there is out there. Um, and it just, you, you wonder why you're you doing it some days. But um, yeah, we're just, yeah, all those upwards have been here for 50 years doing it, Andy, so hope to be here for another 50. How are lamb weights going this season anyway? Uh, you good, mate. Yeah, they probably plot away. They're probably just a little bit, probably back to where we want. They're not quite as good. Um, it'd be nice to get the wall off them, but like I said, it's a discussion we've got to spout. Um, we don't want to be number one voice for, for uh, 5,500 views and, uh, and all the lambs in one month, to be fair. So I think we're just spreading that out a wee bit. Um, but, you know, they're going all right. We sort of struggle to get the lamb much over oh, 18 and a half. We're getting to the 19s. We're doing well in here. And we find that extra kilo to really get going. Is, uh, you can be mucking around there for a long, long time. And then we don't want to get caught with them too late and cause them to get a dry. Autumn, it's, uh, it's used one again, isn't it? So, uh, but yeah, not, not on a hot one, but hanging What do you do for a drenching program over there? Do you have, um, because a lot of people just used to go on regular three week rotation for drenching, it's changed these days, though. Um, a lot of people doing the fecal egg testing. Um, yourselves, what do you do over there? Yeah, so straight out of weaning, we're just putting a triple down them straight off mum and then uh, getting us through the cross period or anything that doesn't go on the truck and then. Uh, a lot of iometer work, Andy. You know, we're both real, well, I think we're relatively good stockmen, so we sort of see um, if we do have a query or a bit of a, it's a bit of a curly one, we will do a thick lead count um, sporadically now and then, just to make sure we haven't got a uh, burden. Um, and we do mix up, we just use a combination drinks as we see, but we don't just drink for the sake of it. No one likes being in the sheep yards or the cattle yards. Um, yeah. So we just yeah we just call it as we see it. We sort of make it up as we go. Um, and much the same program with the kettle. Um, all mix up with a bit of injectable and what have you. Like they're all different drinks and they all do different things at different times of the year. So we sort of just call it as we see it. To be fair. Any issues of fly? Not yet. Touch wood. But now that you've said that, Andy, I know it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> so no, actually, was got a worse of the panic in there a wee bit. Uh, New Year's Day actually we're. The other years were on a big face beside the uh, road, and we sort of seen three right beside the road, and it's about 5,000 years, and we're just thinking, oh, if we can see three from the road, there's bound to be 500 in there, so we run them off, and no, the only few that had a bit of fly were those three, but uh, we just, yeah, we do the turtle starting and we're prone to it um, just because we get them in their wall length with their six months sharing, but no, it's been really good so far. Just finally, Jamie, as we look at the year ahead, a new Prime Minister elect and waiting has been announced. Um, what are you hoping for this year from a farming viewpoint? Oh, I suppose what everyone else wants then, just a bit more consistency and stability throughout the whole world. Um, yeah, possibly a 
couple more conservative leaders throughout the world would be quite nice. Um, internal politics in New Zealand, yeah. I'd, look, hopefully we get the swing probably possibly back a bit more to the centre would be would be really good and get some realism and uh, yeah, actual actually things happening. Um, but it's a hard one. The world's not what it once was, Andy. Um, had good friends over from Canada and, and they've got. Um, Zardin's, I call her embryo brother over there, Mr. Trudeau, and he's much the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, but I find it relatively gutless of Ms. Ardern. She uh, sort of <laughs> wandered out the door and said, Wish you luck, see you later. I mean, yeah, it was a bit of an interesting one. That didn't really come as a shock to a great deal of people, but it's not going to change too much overnight, Andy. The rest of the cabinet's still there. Jamie King out of Lake Hiroko. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed here in Gorth. Uh, appreciate your time on the muster. Hey, no worries. Good on you, Andy. Jamie King out of Lake Hiroko. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed here in Gorth. Coming up next for Monday afternoon, MP for Invercargill, Penny Simmons. Right